Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Let's be honest. Your family and friends love receiving gift cards for the holidays, and what better way to gift them what they really want than with happy cards? Happy cards make giving personal gift cards easy and stress-free by helping you give the gift of choice. When you give happy cards, your lucky loved one can use them at any of the brands displayed in the card. I use happy cards, and I am a happy camper, and this is exactly what you need to do for the holidays. Your mom, wife, sister, or girlfriend can check out happy her. Picky teenagers, nieces, and nephews can check out happy teen. For the restaurant lover in your life, check out happy eats. And that includes Cracker Barrel, Dave & Buster's, Buffalo Wild Wings, or Panera Bread. Last-minute gifts for coworkers, teachers, coaches, and holiday party posts. Check out Happy Moments or Happy Holidays. You'll find everything you need. Cheesecake factories in there, Red Lobster, P.F. Chang's, all good stuff. Happy cards contain no fees, no stress, and they never expire, making it the perfect gift that anyone will love. Best of all, you can avoid the headache of holiday shopping by heading over to giftcards.com and have your happy cards delivered straight to your door. All season long, please enjoy free shipping and all happy cards. Visit giftcards.com slash happy or pick one up today at your local grocery store. Have a happy holiday season with happy cards. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour this Monday, Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick's show. Glad to have you on board. It's your phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. We gave you hours last hour. Spent some time with Malcolm Perry, the Navy quarterback, Troy Aikman, Hall of Fame quarterback. And then we have another quarterback coming up. You're probably not aware of Jack Street, but you will be. He brought his coach, Bobby Patterson, along with him. Newtown High School head coach and quarterback. They won the Connecticut State Championship, but it's uh, far more of a story than just winning a football game. We'll talk to them about uh, what this community has been through the last seven years. Um, you know, and I, I remember that day, and you're watching something on, on you know, TV, and it's unfolding right in front of you. And just to refresh your memory, seven years ago to the day after the Sandy Hook uh, school shooting in uh, Newtown, that killed 26 elementary school children and staff. Newtown faced Darien High School, Darien, in the uh, state title game. So with under four seconds to go, game tied at seven. Uh, Jack Street threw the uh, ball down the right side to Riley Ward, and it was a walk-off touchdown. So imagine that seven years to the day after the Sandy Hook school shooting. Sandy Hook, uh, you know, those students graduate and then they go to uh, Newtown High School. So we'll talk to coach and quarterback, and I hope they got a great victory parade. I was just talking to uh, the quarterback. I said, day off today? He goes, well, not exactly. And I said, you should have had the entire school getting a day off after that. So uh, they will join us here in studio coming up in about 15 minutes. Make sure you check out the DP Show store. There's a lot of great items in there in time for the holidays calendars still have a few left and if you're sending calendars in make sure you get them in we'll get them back in time we hope for christmas so a lot of fun things there but uh mario is taking care of the calendars we will sign those self-addressed stamped envelope danpatrick.com or the dp show app uh poll question mclovin from the first two hours okay uh which division has the best future at quarterback this is assuming the Bengals would take joe burrow number one 
The leader is NFC West with Jimmy G, Goff, Wilson, and Kyler Murray. Second place is AFC North with Lamar Jackson, Big Ben, Mayfield, and possibly Joe Burrow. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. I don't know if anything changes with the league office, with Jay Glazer sharing some of the video, the Patriots filming the Bengals on the sideline a week ago. I don't know if it helps anything. I don't know if it hurts anything. It feels like this is what it is. And the NFL is going to probably find the New England Patriots. I don't know if anybody loses their job or somebody's suspended. But if you can connect the dots and you can get that video that Bill Belichick needed or an assistant coach needed, then we have video gate, spy gate, whatever you want to call this thing, videographer gate. And now we have a bigger issue here. But if it stays status quo, I think the league will find the New England Patriots and maybe dock them a, a draft pick, a mid-round draft pick. But I, I, the feeling I got on, on Saturday when I talked to a source was that the league thinks the Patriots made an honest mistake. And I said, but do they, do they treat them as a first-time offender? And he said, no, they won't, and they shouldn't. And that's why it'll be probably a six-figure fine, and they'll take away a draft pick maybe. And maybe somebody gets suspended here. But, you know, if you're an NFL fan, are you going to go, yeah, that videographer got suspended there? Like, I, I'm not calling for somebody to lose their job here, but if there's a connection between Belichick and the video or an assistant coach, then we got a bigger problem here. Got a really, really big issue. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, they obviously picked up intel that Stephon Gilmore is going to dominate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they learned was don't throw it to Stephon Gilmore's side of the field. Defensive player of the year candidate there? New England cornerback? Yeah. But they're talking about T.J. Watt as one of the leading candidates as well. He's awesome. Yeah, but So who is the – like you don't have an Aaron Donald this year. Yeah, Paul. You can even, don't you think you can look at the entire league MVP and look at Stefan Gilmore in the spirit of the award, most valuable player? Because that team is being carried by its defense, and he's carrying the defense. Mm. So if you look at the spirit of the award, Stefan Gilmore makes a lot of sense. I think if he had, you know, maybe 12 interceptions or something. Now, I know he was great against the Bengals yesterday, but I don't think you have that player who has stood out the way J.J. Watt has, uh, Khalil Mack has. Aaron Donald has. You know, T.J. Watt has been a very good player this year. Uh, Stephon Gilmore has been a great player this year. Yeah, McLovin. The broadcaster said that the officials give Gilmore the benefit of the doubt on physical contact because of his reputation. They say they know that he's so good that they let him get away with some stuff. Do you think it, I know that doesn't sound like it makes any sense, but it seems true he's glued to the guy on him. They let him do that. But I don't understand that. It's like in the NBA where LeBron gets the benefit of the doubt. And I'll go, why do they give the guy with the most talent the benefit of the doubt? Shouldn't they give it to the guy who's trying to guard the best player the benefit of the doubt? But they don't do that. Uh, looks like Luka Doncic could be out for two weeks. He rolled his ankle. So I don't have anything to watch now in the NBA except for Trey Young. Uh, the Lakers won again. But you know what? They barely beat the Hawks. And, and I know they're having fun. But really, this has become what happens at the end of the season. You know, if the Lakers are one or two in the West, okay, great. The Clippers, one or two. I mean, this is all about the bottom line. 
with these two teams, the Clippers and Lakers, the bottom line is, are you going to win a championship? That's it. There are no consolation prizes for either of these teams where you go, man, good season. The Lakers brought in, you know, Anthony Davis. The Clippers bringing in Kawhi, Paul George. You expect a championship here. That's a lot of pressure. And if you're the Lakers and or the Clippers, have fun during the regular season. Enjoy the regular season as much as you can because the pressure is going to ramp up considerably. And that is, did you win a championship? If not, you had an unsuccessful season. Those are the expectations. And Milwaukee is getting close to facing that. You know, the more they win, the more they dominate, the more we're going to go, yeah, but. If you don't, you got to get to the NBA Finals, it feels like, for Milwaukee. Or they've had a disappointing season. Yeah, McClub. The Bucks are at 18th straight. Play yeah. Dallas tonight, then the Lakers on Thursday night. How fun is that to keep their streak alive? You imagine if you had tickets and you got Luka versus the Greek Freak, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, he just rolled his ankle. Uh, this program brought to you by the uh, great folks searching for the greatest holiday baker, and it begins with eight amateur bakers entering the kitchen. And it's a new episode on Food Network. It's hosted by Jesse Palmer. They survive challenges from week to week. They have to prove their abilities in front of tough love judges. It's the uh, Baking Championship, the sweetest way to celebrate the holiday season. Tune in tonight, an all-new episode on Food Network. Troy Aikman joined us in the first hour of the program, and I asked him what will it take for Jason Garrett to keep his job. Uh, is it time to have another voice in that locker room? I think if you polled everybody, they'd probably say yes as we sit here right now, even coming off of a huge win against the Rams. But this story hasn't been written yet. And But I do think that he's he's going to have to at least get to the NFC Championship game uh, for him to keep his job. Yeah, and, and that's not you know an edict from Jerry Jones. I, I don't know that, and I was paraphrasing that with Troy, and Troy quickly said, well, Jerry Jones has not said that, at least not publicly. By the way, why is Jerry Jones commenting on college coaches? Where he said, you know, I'm not – it felt like he's not interested in a college coach, but Lincoln Riley and Matt Rule, they're really good coach. Don't, don't even open up the door here for us to go – so you're not going to take a college coach, a current college coach, a former college coach? I also had a source who told me the following. He goes, you know, you keep saying, you know, Jerry Jones and uh, Urban Meyer, and there's mutual admiration there, and but he hasn't spoken to a coach. And and he he said, you know, you're missing out on the point. Urban's not a coach. He's a commentator. I said, well, I'm not there with the Dallas media to go, Jerry, um, are you talking about Urban Meyer? Like, he's not a coach, but he said, have you spoken to a broadcaster about being the next head coach of the Cowboys? And I went, man, do I think something's going to happen in Dallas? Yes, I do. But you're starting to look at these jobs. I think the Giants make a change. I think Jacksonville makes a change. I think Atlanta's going to make a change. I still think the Browns are going to make a change. But I make a change, and, and, and I always, you know, preface this by saying, who is the coach you get? I'm not getting rid of you unless I have somebody who I think is the right person, better than you. Like Atlanta with Dan Quinn. They're playing. I thought that they were going to be a playoff-caliber team this year. I don't know if he gets another year. He might. They might win their way into keeping him for another year. Maybe. It's crazy. When you get to this time of the year, you sometimes teams show me more 
when they have no chance of making the playoffs, but they play hard. And I'll say this about Jacksonville, going to Oakland and winning was, you know what, it's impressive. They didn't give up, and I thought they'd given up the last couple of weeks. Uh, The Washington Redskins, they play hard. The Dolphins play hard. And that's what I want to see if I'm an owner. The Falcons have beaten the Saints and the 49ers, and they're not going to the playoffs here. Carolina, they're done, and their coach is gone. But, you know, you're probably going to have five coaches, six coaches who are going to be fired on that Black Monday. It it just feels like that's every year. A couple more phone calls here. Mark in Texas joins us. Hi, Mark. What do you have for me today? Well, Dan, uh, first time, long time. I do have a beef with Mr. Pauly. Okay. I'm a diehard Raider fan. I bleed silver and black. I live now in Texas. I grew up in Los Angeles. The Raiders can move to Vietnam, and they'll still follow the Raiders. So, you know, just like saying to Pauly, if the Bears move to, you know, move somewhere else, are you going to jump on another team? No, that's not happening. You know, the problem with the Raiders is that they need a stadium. I went to the Coliseum many years, and it's a, it's a, it's a dump. Yeah. So, you know, getting a new stadium in Vegas, it was Mark Davis getting us a new stadium. That's what we need a new stadium, and I will agree with you, Dan. Uh, I, I believe Derek Carr needs to go next year. Uh, Paulie would like to have a retort here, Mark. I, I will say it's, it's your preference, but if the Bears left Chicago by choice, I would cease being a Bears fan the next day. Cause they, I would say this, Mark, does your team care much about you as you care about it? Probably not. I mean, like I said, I, you know, the sad thing is I have to sit here by myself and the NFL tick and my whole family leaves the house. Because I, 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 you know, I go crazy. But I still, I still will follow them. They can go anywhere because that's just my team. But if you still and, you lived know, in uh, Oakland, though, Mark, how would you feel? I say again, Dan. If you lived in Oakland, how would you feel? I, I think I would. I mean, it would hurt me, but it's hurting. You know, I, I get what you're saying there. But I think no matter where the Raiders go, and I think Raider fans, if you're a diehard Raider fan. Here's the deal. We need a stadium. If you like, Dan, you've been to the Coliseum. Yeah. We need a stadium. And and you know when they went to L.A., I lived in L.A. The Coliseum. I mean, that's an old Olympic stadium. Al Davis, if you you know, back in the day, was trying to get a stadium. That's why they made those moves. But the thing is, we need a stadium, and we got one finally. Yes, it's in Vegas, but you know what? I'll be going to Vegas to watch the game. Yeah, you're not going to – Oakland won't get another chance at an NFL team. I was told that over the weekend. So this is it. It's unfortunate because of the great history with the Raiders and the NFL. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, Paul. I would like to say that, you know, Oakland could have done like what the Bears did, take a beautiful old historical stadium and slide a spaceship into it on top of it and then not have to move the team. Yeah, they made it ugly, but, oh, they, but they did modernize it. Horrendous, but they didn't move. Yeah, I know. But same thing with the Chargers. Could they somehow have salvaged that in San Diego? Like, there's part of me that says, yeah, but the NFL loves that relocation fee. I mean, everybody gets paid here. Oh, you want to move? Okay, you get to move, and you get to move, and you get to move. Not every move is great for the NFL or the team, the franchise, the fan base. And I did feel bad for the Raiders, you know, the Raider fans. Uh, and I know it looked bad. But, hey, quick flight to Vegas, and you'll forget all about this uh, next year, right? Tim in Florida joins us. Hi, Tim. What do you have for me today? Morning there, DP. Hey, bud. First time, long time, 5 9 two thirty. 
Um, I, I, I heard you guys talking about the Army Navy game, and uh, a few years back, a tenant of mine, ninety-five year old woman, I had to drive her car to Maryland, and her husband was a retired two-star general, and on the windshield was a white sticker with two stars. That's it. No writing, no nothing. Yeah. And she took me to the Naval Academy for lunch. We pull up to the front gate, and this man had to have been 6'9", 300 pounds, this guard. And he seen them two stars, never said a word to me, stepped back, saluted the car, and then let us in. And I went and had lunch in the Naval Academy with two Naval football players, and I couldn't buy him lunch, which kind of bummed me out. Yeah, when you're there, it's just it's a different world. I, I've told this story before. First time I go to West Point, Doug Flutie is playing against West, uh, you know, the Army. First time I go to the Naval Academy, I go there to interview David Robinson, who is a student at uh, or at uh, the Naval Academy. I mean, how can you not fall in love with that atmosphere there? And to see, you know, David Robinson dressed in his uniform walking across the campus, and we sit down to do this interview with him because he was considered the best basketball player in college at the time playing for the Naval Academy. And you see Doug Flutie against West Point. You go there, it's an evening game. You see the cadets come out. I mean, I, I'm spoiled. You know, I, I was all in after that. And, uh, and, you know, growing up in a military family from my father being a Marine, and, you know, my uncles were in the military as well, you're just around it, and you respect it. And then when you see them play that game on Saturday, I don't care what their records are. You could have you had LSU play Georgia, and I would watch Army-Navy. That's how much respect I have for those academies. I, I really – and even the Air Force Academy, you know, watching them as well. I've always been all in. By the way, I got a stat of the day, Seton, real quickly, and then we'll take a break here. Pretty good one. The Seahawks at plus 26, Packers at plus 47 are both 11 and 3, both teams winning with low point differentials. First time in NFL history there's been two 11 win teams through 14 games with a point differential of less than plus 50 in the same season. Special treat. Looking forward to this. The head coach of uh, Newtown High School, Bob Pattison, and uh, his quarterback, Jack Street. They won the Connecticut State Championship. But uh, as you're probably well aware of now, with all the coverage over the weekend, this is a community that had uh, great losses that uh, they suffered a few years ago. We'll talk about that, and uh, I hope they have a great celebration here for this team and this community because they could certainly use that. So we'll talk to coach and quarterback right after this, 19 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. 
five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. I've been doing this for a long time, and you think you've seen everything. And I say that probably every year, a couple of times a year. Yep, I've seen that. And I always say that there's always something new. This is why Hollywood loves sports, because they give you an ending where you go, you can't script that. And I was watching uh, the highlights on Sunday morning. I, I saw the headline, and it talked about Newtown ended up winning the state championship on the final play. So I go into the story, and I want to see how they won it, and they won it in dramatic fashion. Now, let me give you the the whole scene here. Seven years to the day after the Sandy Hook shooting that uh, killed 26 elementary school children and staff, Newtown faced Darien High School for the championship. You have under four seconds to go. The game is tied, and you got terrible weather there, but you're armed with Jack Street as your quarterback. By the way, great name, Jack Street. And that Hollywood will be ready for Jack Street, I think. Uh, Riley Ward is the wide receiver, and you see this play, and I can't see the ball, and then I see the end result where they score the touchdown, and then it just it, it was this moment of I don't even know how to describe that. But uh, coach is in here, Jack Street, and also Bobby Patterson is the head coach. So, coach, um, your reaction once you saw that ball in the air? Uh. Like you said, I really couldn't see it myself. One of my assistants was I was on the headphones with. He says he's open, he's open, he's open, and then uh, the place place was absolute mayhem. I couldn't hear anything. Everybody started running onto the field, and um, I was running running around looking for somebody to hug. Well, they don't have a, a like a guidebook that says this is what you do after a dramatic championship game. Yeah, no, not at all. I, I, um, uh, Riley Ward, uh, who caught the pass, he ran to the corner. Everybody followed, and and and, and just absolutely speechless speechless and then just full of emotion um you just it just hits you and as we just won this class double L state championship on the last play like a walk-off jack take me into the huddle what's the play uh we we call it we changed the play in the timeout we called uh it was originally corner post and we changed the post corner sent him to the sideline and i threw the ball to a spot wait i'm gonna hear that i want to i'm in the huddle with you right now right. give me the uh, call we we had a we had a call a play called called it was corner post and we saw something in the D and we said we're gonna change it to post corner and everyone's on board. Wait, are you fired up or like you go, okay guys? This is I mean we're gonna we, win the championship. We had no idea. We had no idea that it was uh, it was gonna work out that way. It was unbelievable. And, but did you know that where you were you were going to Riley for Yes. Like that yeah. was the plan yeah. All, yeah. all along. We, we move Riley from the left to the right. Uh, Riley is an outstanding wide receiver, but he's, he's great at double moves. Um, and we saw a single high safety, so I, I called a timeout right there before, and I said, all right, we're going to move him. And we changed it, uh, double move to the corner. Look at you, um, Belichick. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, the kids the, the kids made me look good. That's, that's what it boils down to. Um, and then our outside receiver ran a, a, a speed out, and we are trying to put the corner in a bind. And he, he bit on the out and, and created some space for, for the for the double move, and, and Jack delivered. Jack, what did you see? Uh, I saw the corner take the five out, like you said, and Riley beat the safety, and right when the safety turned his hips, I threw it to his spot, and Riley ran under it, made a play. But did you see him catch it? 
Yeah, I, pretty much. I was trying to look around my linemen. I was just in shock. I was like, I don't know what just happened. but What happened next? Uh, I sprinted down the field. I saw Riley throw his helmet. I did the same thing. I tossed in the air, and it was a celebration all over the field. What did you think, Coach? Uh about the throwing the helmet, I, mean, I, was, I, I was like, hey, I, I got to do equipment. I got to do equipment return this week, and need to make sure that nothing's left behind. Um, uh, I, I, again, I, I think a lot of people. There's three seconds left. We are too far for a field goal. Um, we called the play, and we, and we you know, we, we, we're we're taking a shot, and, and the kids executed. But a lot of everyone was saying, like, well, how does it work? In, how does it work in overtime? So everybody in their head starts thinking, well, this game looks like it's going to overtime. What exactly are the rules in overtime again? That, yeah, that's what the assistant coaches are, are are talking about in the headsets a little bit, and and but we didn't even need to get there because, or we didn't even need to go there because we won it on the last play. What did I miss after the celebration? We only saw the clip. You know, um, I could hear the you know everybody excited, yeah, um, and then um, you guys throwing your helmets. Yeah, we we had our entire town in the stands, and I think everyone was on the field from the stands. They just came on the field and celebrated with us. It's the kind of situation where, and you don't know this now because you're just a junior, but you're this will be with you for the rest of your life. That moment will be with you the rest of your life, and you don't want it to end. Like yeah. you don't. I'm gonna guess you didn't want to leave the field. No, it was it was the best feeling of my life. I, I can't even explain it. it was... The importance of this team to this community. Like, like, can you can you let the audience in on how important this is with everything? You've been there as a coach. You've been there as a player. Yeah, it's a it's an emotional time um, to win a state championship is extremely difficult. So I'm proud so proud of these young men for doing that. Um, but again, uh, falling on the date that we played the game, it, it's it, the community kind of rallied behind us, and, and everybody was there, and, and, and everybody understood what the day um, you know, we're playing a football game on a very emotional day for a lot of people, um, and to win it and win it in the fashion that we did is tremendous. I've had uh, numerous people reach out to me, an outpouring of support, and and so many people are happy. And, I, and I've said this before. Uh, sports are so powerful that they can bring people together in, in moments like this. You said it before, Hollywood, you can't script a better ending. Um, you know, I kind of think back like like this, everybody knows the day. But I think back when I was in high school, uh, you know, almost 20 or a little less than 20 years ago, and I remember George Bush throwing out the first pitch in, in the, the World Series after, after 9-11. And it's like, you know, you, you remember those things. They're, they're powerful. So so for our community, this was this was big for many of, many of the people involved. And, um, they're going to remember this the rest of their life. I hope there's a celebration, you know, because I don't know if there's a parade planned, but just to see joy out of that community. That's what hit me. When I saw that video, I didn't want it to end because I, I just thought, and this is a nation that really looked at this story and embraced this. This wasn't just a little small, hey, you won the state championship. Like, do you guys see this? Because this is what I do for a living. I see it nationally. You guys probably see it locally. The nation embraced this. Yeah, no, they, they definitely did. We're, we've been a lot of people have been reaching out to us. I don't know if they're going to be doing a, a parade or, or or anything like that. But uh, I are you going to have one? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's not my decision to make. But uh, Jack, let's, let's go. Let's the the, the kids make me look good. That's all I got to say. But <laughs> we'll get a parade guy on. Yeah. Paulie, get a parade guy. <laughs> We're on it. We want a parade for these guys here. Uh, no class today, Jack. Um, I, I'm here. Also, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they say, I need a note from your doctor, do I have to sign a note that allows you to miss school today? I, I guess so. I guess that's my excuse for the day. So, What is school going to be like when you go back? It's going to be great. 
Uh, it's going to be so fun seeing everyone that was at the game, everyone that was rooting for us, and I saw them all on the field after the game. So, Where's the football? Uh, I got it in the office. It's in the office right now. So, And then this week I'm going to have all the seniors sign it, and we'll end up in a trophy case, and we'll put the score and data and everything. So it'll be, be, a, it'll be good for us to have that ball. Jack, you don't even get to sign it. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does the school have any other championships of this magnitude? Uh, we won, won state championships in other sports. Okay. Uh, just you know, but but uh, um, yeah, this is the most obviously the most recent one, and, and I'm sure there'll be more. Our, our, our uh, sports program at Newtown is is tremendous. Uh, a lot of good good uh, sports teams. You've had the Today Show talk about this. Football Night America talk about this. Today you're with us. Uh, what's the outpouring been like? Uh, we, we were, we were on football night in America last night and, and they were great. And, um, I think, think everybody is, it's been tremendously positive. It really has. And, and a lot of people look at it as, as this is something that, um, is, is good. It's a, it's a very positive story that's coming out of this. Um, and, and again, these, these kids are great kids and, and they work tremendously hard throughout the year. We set goals in the beginning and winning a state championship and to work as hard as they did. Uh, over the course of the year and to, to reach those goals and then to reach them in, in the fashion and to win on the last play, uh, it's just unbelievable. You're going to be big men on campus now, Jack, right? Um, our whole team. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, I, and I will applaud the you know people behind the scenes at Newtown who understood the sensitivity of this and reached out to say, please handle this with care. Like they wanted to make sure that we celebrated a football team in a football environment that you did something on a day of an anniversary of one of the worst tragedies we've ever had in, a, in our country. And I hope that we didn't lose sight of that with this, right? because you guys live this. It's every single day. You're reminded constantly. You see parents. Uh, Jack, you have a teammate who I believe lost uh, you know, a, a, a sibling in this. I mean, that, the sensitivity, I hope, has been there, and I hope you guys continue to receive that. But I hope it allows people to just smile or forget for a moment there, if that's possible. And if you did that, then you did a wonderful thing. So I hope you take that away, Coach. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. And, Jack, congrats. That's a big, big moment. Uh, if there's something you want to say before, you know, we uh, go to commercial break. Uh, that's really it. it was thank Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, always thank Mom and Dad, and now you got to come up with an encore. Because now we need back-to-back titles, right? (laughs) Uh, During the commercial break, we have a football field out there. So we figured we could recreate this play. Is that all right? Yeah. All right? Yeah. You can throw to some old guys? Yeah. All right. Don't don't throw to me. Don't throw to me. (laughs) I'll let you coach. I'll let you coach. Uh, Bobby Patterson, Jack Street, Newtown High School head coach and star quarterback, won the state championship. They won a whole lot more than just that. We'll take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Do you want to be able to watch every single NFL game this season, no matter where you live or what team you root for? This season, there's a proven way to watch every football game live for a fraction of the prices you're used to seeing. ExpressVPN. Here's how it works. Use ExpressVPN to buy the International Game Pass. ExpressVPN lets you spoof your location so you can buy the International Game Pass for just $125 and stream all the games. You know, I live in Brooklyn, but I root for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm able to stream all their games. ExpressVPN comes with apps for computers, mobile and digital media players like Fire TV. Plus, use ExpressVPN every time you go online to keep all your network data encrypted, secure, and safe from hackers. 
ExpressVPN is the fastest VPN I've tried. It costs less than $7 per month and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can enjoy all 256 games of the 2019 FL season with the world's most trusted VPN, ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash Patrick. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Patrick for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash Patrick to learn more. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Ah, that was fun. We uh, recreated the play that won the uh, state championship for uh, Newtown High School. And and once again, I, I want to mention that prior to having coach and quarterback on, that there were people who were uh, behind the scenes very protective of uh, coach, community, and uh, certainly the players, and rightfully so. And I said, look, I'd rather not do it than to come off as being insensitive. I'd just rather not do it. And we had said no that I didn't know if I could do it. I, I needed to bring up sort of the parameters of the Sandy Hook, you know, tragedy. I just needed to have, you know, backdrop for this to be able to talk to them because this is why the nation has embraced this story, that everything that community has been through and uh, to win a championship. And that's not a championship where it's celebration where you just want a state championship. There's a lot more attached to that, and you could tell. You just want to give people... And, and Newtown is not very far from here. Uh, and we know people who live in Newtown. And it's something that's there every single day, whether it's conscious or subconscious. And you never, you never forget that's not very far away, and that's happening in real time as we are watching these students leave the building, being escorted out, and then you realize what had happened that day. But uh, congrats to them. Uh, a great moment there. Yeah, Paul. If they don't have a parade, we'll just have one in our backyard here. We got we got enough room. The funniest thing, the kid, Jack Street, the quarterback in the way, I'm like, hey, Jack, thanks a lot for coming. I go, you guys, feel free to come back again. He goes, hey, man, I just missed three classes. Can I come back tomorrow? <laughs> He's having a good time. Yeah, well, I don't blame him. No school today for him. I don't know about the rest of his teammates. Uh, you know what? We'll bring him back next year this time. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah, this is probably like the one day he wants to be at school. You know what I mean? Oh, like, man, I can't wait to go back. I mean, like, me and these other dudes are like kings today. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this day in sports history, have that for you coming up. Final results of the poll question. Reggie Miller on the program tomorrow. Is that right, Todd? That is correct, and we're expecting Kyle Rudolph as well. Oh, Kyle Rudolph for the Vikings. Nice win over the Chargers. Boy. Yeah, that might that might seal the fate of uh, Phillip Rivers. I, I just I didn't think that he was going to be their quarterback next year. 
And there's a couple of wild cards here. Teddy Bridgewater and Cam Newton are going to be out there. And then you have the quarterbacks in the draft. Andy Dalton might be available for somebody. I don't think Eli Manning's going to play football next year. Really? No, he wants to start, and he's not going to start. You're not going to want Eli to start. Yes, he That sure felt like a farewell. Oh, yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. Well, farewell from the Giants, but he's he's not starting next year. I, I, I can't imagine that happening because, you know, if you look around, like, what team is going to go, yeah, we got our quarterback. He's 38 years of age. Andy Dalton's in his early 30s. Cam Newton's in his early 30s. Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know if he's 30, but at least you're getting a quarterback that maybe you strike. Like Ryan Tannehill, he has a better chance of coming back than Eli does. I was going to say Jameis Winston, but I think they'll bring Jameis back. I I think there was just enough there of, of greatness that overshadowed how poorly he can play. And that might be enough for Bruce Arians to bring him back. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that Eli Manning may soften his stance on being a declared starter on a team and say, like, I still want to play some football and I'll compete for a job knowing he can get – the odds are you're going to get in the game if you're a backup quarterback these days. Now, who starts 16 games? Yeah, but who's I – don't, I don't want him at that salary. But he may have to take a big old haircut. Oh, no, if he's willing to be a backup and, and like – like, why would you do that to your family? But he may also want to retire on his terms, not be retired. Mm. I don't know. I, I could see it. I can't. Like, I don't think he can play, you know, every weekend and week out. And, and that's not, you know, what owner is going to go, yeah, Eli Manning's our starting quarterback. Now, I thought Eli a year ago with Jacksonville made more sense, but that's because of the quarterback they had there. And I thought that Eli was an upgrade. But – you know, and he might be an upgrade over Nick Foles. I don't know. Maybe they're about the same. But I, if Jacksonville could move on from Nick Foles, they would. Just put Gardner Minshew in there. It doesn't cost you anything. But I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Yeah, McLevin. Hey, Eli's comments were so specific, saying he didn't want to be a backup, too. Yeah. Like, he made that very clear. So I agree with you. I, I don't, also, he'll end up at 500 no matter what happens. The universe wants him at 500. Well, he's there now, right? He's, yeah, he yeah, came back still, to that. <laughs> so that's it. You're done. It's a walk-off, and you don't play again, and you retire. You start your career, well, technically with the Chargers, didn't you? Or did he? He he started out as a Charger. Charger, great. Yeah. Where is he rank on Charger, the the great Charger quarterbacks of all time? Never lost a game. Dan Fouts, John Hadle, Phillip Rivers. No, Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers. Then Stan Humphreys. Billy Joe Tolliver. Yeah. Uh, the Texans have nine wins. They lead the AFC South despite scoring three points all year on their opening drives. So three points, that's it. In 14 games, 14 opening drives, they've scored a grand total of three points. Juxtapose that to uh, what we've seen with the Baltimore Ravens. They score. They scored three touchdowns. I think four different times. So their first three drives in four games, the Ravens have scored touchdowns. That's been pretty impressive, and that's why they lead the NFL in time of possession. All right, uh, sports history, Paulie, what do you have? 1972, the Dolphins became the first NFL team to go unbeaten and untied in a 14-game regular season. 1979, Dallas Cowboys, Roger Staubach played his last regular season game. He was at Army-Navy, by the way, showed up. And then um, 1973, O.J. Simpson broke Jim Brown's single-season rushing record. 
Brown's record was 1863. OJ got 2,003 yards. By the way, Roger Staubach didn't just show up at the game. He was probably invited. Like he oh, made yeah. it sound like, but he could. So. Hey, who who invited you, Roger? I meant it as a kind of like, hey, yeah, Roger Staubach. <laughs> what are you up. doing here? Hey, uh, <laughs> Randall, Randall Morgan. Hey, <laughs> TV's Randall Morgan. TV's Randall Morgan. <laughs> Continental Tire, proud to be the exclusive tire of the Dan Patrick Show. No matter where you drive, what you drive, how you drive, Continental designs tires for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. The Seahawks beat the Panthers yesterday. The game was Seattle's fifth this year in the Eastern Time Zone. So they were 5-0 and in the Eastern Time Zone. Remember that oh, West Coast to East Coast? And and really, that that's a faulty stat because there are times, and I used to bet that way. Be like, oh, West Coast coming East, they got no chance. Well, Seattle doesn't care what time it is. Whether your body clock says 10 a.m. Pacific time, it doesn't matter. But the margin of victory, and I don't know if this is a good thing or not for Seattle, the margin of victory in their five games that they won in the Eastern time zone, two, four, seven, eight, six. I like when, you know, you're able to win close games, but I really like when you don't have to play close games and they have to play close games. But that win and the loss by the Niners, the Niners are now 11-3. and three. They're fifth in the NFC. 11-3 for Seattle, they're number one. So the good news is San Francisco can win the division with a 2-0 finish. Their schedule's been unbelievable. The Ravens and Niners have had an unbelievable schedule. I, I, strength of schedule, those are the two highest ones, McLovin? I'll, I'd imagine. I'll double-check. So Week 17, Seattle hosts San Francisco. The 49ers play the Rams, and then they, then they face the Seahawks to end, uh, end the season. Man, is that tough. Tough, tough schedule. But you end up with the fifth seed, and you could either go to Dallas or Philadelphia for that opening round match where you're a wild card team. Although, if, you, if you've won the division and all of a sudden you're going, oh, my God, we got San Francisco coming to town. But that's their only option because those two teams, neither of those teams are making it wild card. They have to win their division. Yes, McLevin. I have Seattle. It's the toughest schedule, and Baltimore is actually the fifth toughest. Oh, schedule. really? Yeah. For some reason, the Broncos, Rams, and Falcons all have a tough schedule. Falcons, I get. They've played everybody. Wait, where are the Niners? The Niners, remember, they started easy. They're oh, 13. that's right. You're right. They jumped out to 8-0, okay. but they're okay. still in the top half of the league. So the second half has been crazy for them. Yeah, Paul. I was looking at the stats. The Green Bay's 11-3, and and if the Saints somehow lose tonight, uh, Green Bay's going to need some help, but they are uh, still in play for home field advantage. And you look up, they showed the numbers yesterday of uh, Green Bay at home in December and January. No team needs it more. Buffalo has its first 10-win season since 1999 when Buffalo went 11-5. and that snapped what had been the longest active drought by NFL team. The Bills 6-1 and one in road games, the most road wins in a season since 1993, the last of their four straight AFC championship seasons. They'll be a tough out. I don't know if they have enough offense to win games, but they have enough defense to stay in games. Yes, McLovin? That's so funny that they won last night. Everyone's like, I don't know if I still believe in them. Like, what can they do to make everyone believe in them? Like the skeptics, like myself. Uh, beat New England this this next weekend. Maybe score. When's the last time Buffalo scored 30 points? How many times have they scored 30 points this year? Because they do have a, they have a really good defense. You've got a good running game, a quarterback who can really run well. 
Be on the club. They beat the Dolphins in Week 11, 37 to 20. Yeah. Uh, they did score 26 against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Um, so, and then they beat the Dolphins twice by thir- scoring 30. Yeah, they scored over th- 30 or more against the Dolphins. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. If they could only play the Dolphins in the playoffs, <laughs> then they might have a chance. But you know that coach, like Sean McDermott, is probably going to get coach of the year. John Harbaugh going to be. He should be. No, yeah. he, he should be. But they may look at. Well, what's a bigger surprise? Buffalo with ten wins, or how many's Baltimore got? Eleven, I think. No, no, uh, they got twelve. Twelve. Like the Ravens aren't as big of a surprise as Buffalo is. But Buffalo made the playoffs two years ago. So, yeah, I don't know. It depends on – I would probably give it to John Harbaugh because of what they they were willing to do. You get rid of Flacco. It's not like Buffalo got rid of, you know, a a really good quarterback. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was a nice quarterback, but you got rid of Flacco, won a Super Bowl, and you changed your offensive game plan. And I I would give credit – to Harbaugh and the, and the Ravens coaching staff to be able to do that. Yes, McLovin. Actually, they let go of week one starter Nathan Peterman. Oh, last that's year. right. That's the big-name quarterback they got rid of. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd? We need to make sure the Newtown Connecticut High School football team has a parade some way, somehow. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, McLovin? Troy Aikman said his kids are older, and that's why he's been talking about front office jobs. Yeah, his uh, daughters, juniors, and senior in uh, high school. Seton O'Connor. Troy Aikman continuing his run on dominant phone lines and guests. By the way, he does have quality phone lines. Lovely. Paul yeah. <laughs> yeah. points it out every single time he comes on. He's like, God, this guy's phone line is just so good. Yeah. His phone line is just like he looks. Remember when we were at the Miami Super Bowl and he got out of that black SUV wearing black shoes, black pants, black shirt, black glasses, and we all just kind of like cringed? Paulie, what did you learn today? Malcolm Perry called the commandant of the Naval Academy the Daunt. <laughs> and he can get away with it. What we learned brought to you by True Car and sports information is vital. It's no different when you're shopping for a car. That's why True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want. So when you're ready to discover, buy, or sell your next car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Tight end of the Vikings will join us tomorrow. Kyle Rudolph and Reggie Miller. Talk to you then. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.